0: Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. What is up, my friends? Welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to be, as well as take a look around the NHL. Today is Tuesday, February 23rd. And on the podcast, I'm joined once again by Chanel Keenan, a Bruins fan who has recently been hired by the NHL's Seattle Kraken as their independent intersectionality consultant. We're going to get into what exactly that means and what Chanel has been up to here in a moment. But before we get to that, let me remind you, the podcast is available all over the place. So, whatever app you use, please do hit that subscribe button so that each new episode will be automatically added to your feed for you to download, listen, and enjoy. If you could also rate and review, that would be so very much appreciated. If you're on Twitter, you can follow the podcast at LO Boston Bruins. On Instagram, it's simply Locked On Bruins. I'm on both platforms at E.N.C. McLaren, and on Twitter, you can follow for my hockey tweets and dad jokes. Now, like I said, today on the podcast, we're going to be chatting with Chanel Keenan to see what she's been up to lately, and also bring you the latest from Bruins practice now that they are back from Lake Tahoe and preparing for Thursday's game against the New York Islanders, uh, three games coming up this weekend in New York including the game on Thursday against the Islanders and then a couple against the Rangers following that. We usually do the East Division Power Rankings on Tuesdays, but perhaps we'll bump that to tomorrow in lieu of this conversation with Chanel that I am happy to bring you. We'll also touch on some news and notes to end as well. Uh, But yeah, without further ado, please enjoy this chat with Chanel Keenan of the Seattle Kraken. All right, I am joined once again on the podcast by Chanel Keenan, and a lot has happened uh, since the last time we chatted. I don't even remember when that was. Was it back in the summer, perhaps?
1: Yeah, it was at least eight months ago.
0: (laughs) Something like that, yeah. And uh, I, people can't obviously see this, but I'm wearing my Seattle Kraken toque uh, today for this chat. And yeah, you have, in recent months, kind of... Jumped on with the Kraken in a in a specific role, and one of the things I definitely want to talk about was uh, was that I believe it's intersectionality consultant. Is that right? Is that uh, yep. the official term?
1: That is it. Yep.
0: So um, yeah, can you can you ex- kind of explain what that's all about and what you've been up to with with the Kraken?
1: Of course, I've been with the Kraken for about almost six months, at least six months next month, which is super crazy to me because I feel like I just got here, like, (laughs) it's so weird, Um, but my role with them is basically helping them make authentic decisions that reflect how we're trying to make our organization a welcoming space for everyone, and that's internally, externally, with our fans, with each other as a whole, and Mm -hmm. I'm on a couple um, DEI and i committees where, you know, I just help them um, come up with ideas and make sure we're making thoughtful decisions uh, when it comes to all sorts of stuff. Like this month included, we've done a lot of stuff for Black History mm-hmm. Month and making great strides and having really amazing conversations and content come out of that. And a lot of that has also been us having discussions behind the scenes about, you know, making sure that we're doing justice to everything that we put out there. And um, we have a, a video coming out on Thursday, next Tuesday, and um, that's up on our Twitter. Uh, I don't know how you have to sign up to watch it or whatever, but it's a great panel with some really awesome people. So I highly recommend mm, cool, checking yeah. that out. I'll be sure um, to share but that. But yeah, I've, I've been, you know, kind of, um, taking it like in, an internship kind of I've done a couple shadowings with um, a few of my friends that I've made through work and just really enjoying the time that I have while I'm here. Um, I, I'm, I say that like I'm leaving tomorrow but like <laughs> I, I don't I don't know I just feel like a lot of my journey has and going against my natural thought in the fact of like usually I'm the type that kind of just waits for things to happen or you know we'll, we'll see you know but I've, I've had to go out of my way and out of my comfort zone to get a lot of the opportunities I have within the last couple months so I've been really trying to you know get out of that headspace and just ask questions and and be open to learning about everything and anything and I just really truly do love everyone that I work with and we've gone to a place where they're super comfortable with me so I get like um (laughs) like roasted all the time about being a (laughs) a Bruins fan like always from the top (laughs) down literally like my CEO did it to me the other day in a a meeting in a casual meeting of sorts um so he's amazing but literally everybody is just so warm and welcoming aside from that part. And, um, and it's been kind of awesome. So it's been super awesome.
0: Yeah, that's very cool. It's definitely been awesome to kind of follow along, even just on Twitter, kind of what you've been up to. And, um, I'm trying not to worry about what Bruins player might become a, a Seattle <laughs> player next season, but, uh yeah, it'll be interesting for sure to see how the team is built on the ice, but certainly off the ice. Uh, It's been an amazing, amazing start. And I don't think anybody can really say anything negative about the Kraken so far they've done so many things, right. And it's, it's been really cool to see. Um, I think I, I've seen that you've been involved in a couple events involving Willie O'Ree lately as well. Is that, is that true?
1: I'm a bit more of a witness to them than anything else I haven't actually like, well, that's half true. Um, (laughs) so I, I know the producer, one of the producers of the documentary, Brian McBride, and I love him so much. I met him during the summer when I was doing, um, my podcast episodes and it was such a crazy thing, like another Twitter connection because that's how Brian found me. Um, and I watched the Willie documentary and I like cried through the whole thing. Like, and I am not that person. I'm super <laughs> like, you will never see me cry type of person. Um, but I was a mess watching it because I I related to Willie and his story so much. So whenever I have the opportunity or whenever Bryant gives me the opportunity to watch some of these panels that he's been on uh, the past couple months, it's just a true honor because he he's so vibrant and like everybody says like oh like his energy like even at his age and I just think he's such an ageless person and he's so wonderful and like if I if I do get the chance to meet him that'll be crazy and amazing but if, even if I don't it's kind of one of those things um so you don't want to meet your heroes type thing but I, I would be okay if I if I met him but um yeah I've I've been watching his panels for a couple months now, especially cool. I think particularly this month and they've all been super amazing and it's never the same, you know, through, they have like similar themes, but he, he's always giving such thoughtful answers and I adore him. So.
0: Yeah. I haven't, I haven't seen the documentary yet. I'm not sure where it's available up here in Canada, but I did recently read his book and yeah, it was, it was amazing. Just a Yeah. uh, There was a lot of his story that I didn't really remember or didn't fully know kind of about his upbringing and things like that. And yeah, he's, he's an inspiration to me. Like he's a hero of mine, not only for being the first black player in the NHL, but the fact that he made the NHL with one eye is just (laughs) insane in and of itself. Like how is that even possible? Uh, So the fact that he achieved both, yeah, he's he's a he's a definite hero of mine, and I'm hoping to be able to watch watch that documentary soon for sure. And it's yeah, super cool that you even get to sit in on those panels and to hear him hear him speak. I can't imagine what uh, what a thrill that would be for sure. Rock Auto is a family-owned business, and they've been serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpets and gas tank caps. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. Locked on Bets is a great new podcast that we have here on the Locked on Network. Betting on the NHL doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Locked on Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks and quick hitting advice to make the smartest possible wagers. Subscribe to Locked On Bets, brought to you by betonline.ag, wherever you get podcasts. Um, I guess another thing I wanted to ask about was Brad Marchand the other night during the Lake Tahoe <laughs> uh, delay. He was pretty active on Twitter, and people were hitting him up with uh, you know questions, requests, and uh, you did so as well, and he ended up responding – I don't know if you responded on Twitter or it was on Instagram. Um, but can you kind of share that story and kind of where that interaction stands at the moment? Has there been anything else that's come of it? Or
1: Yeah, that was such a funny night. I remember just being on Twitter and just like all of a sudden I see he's like replying to people (laughs) or he's tweeting at people like I have his notifications on so I was like oh cool this this is one of those nights because he's done it before um (laughs) where he just goes off for like no reason really um and I'm always like worried for his agent in the morning like (laughs) I I hope (laughs) I hope he didn't get yelled at too hard but you can't really contain the guy so I I just I think a couple of months ago, I made the joke of like I need to get my wheelchair wrapped, like mm. by whoever does it, because I, I just think it's like such a cool thing. But I think it'd be funny and like quirky to do it on on a wheelchair because there's super limited options when it comes to like the coloring of it mm. and whatnot. And um, I had a really weird yellow chair when I was a little kid and, and it was like kind of like a bumblebee color and it wasn't my favorite but it's kind of funny because now I look back on it and like oh like that kind of resembled Bruins colors but yeah. I had no interest in them back then <laughs> and then my second chair was like purple but it was really subtle and then the one I have now is just all black because at the time that I got it I kind of wanted to be like the SUV version of my chair, just, like, something sleek and sort of professional. But that wasn't really where my mindset at. I was just, like, the rest of them are too boring or too much. So
0: right.
1: I kind of just, like, talked about it offhanded uh, on that occasion. And then the other night, um, I did tweet just joking, jokingly, kind <laughs> of. Um, and then, like, a bunch of people started replying to it and, like, quote-tuning it and being, like, you make this happen and yeah. then the the rap guys also um commented on someone else's thing that i didn't even see the reply for because they only replied to mm. the person who tweeted it like right, you right. know twitter mechanics like yeah, you know yeah, it's how yeah. it goes. um and then one of the people that was trying to campaign this um is a professional hockey player not in the nhl i think in like maybe the OHL or something. Okay. Um. He reached out to me and he was like, "Hey, I'm trying to make a connection. You know, on, a, on another platform. Like, what's your Instagram handle?" And so I sent it to him because it's the same everywhere. Um. And then all of a sudden, I'm just in like a story within a story of <laughs> like the rap. The first the guy, then the rap guys, right. then Brad, whatever, reposted it and yeah. just said, "I'm in" or whatever. Um. But, like, attached to it was, like, my original tweet. So right. it was all kind of confusing and, and wild. And <laughs> yeah. um, I did actually get reached out to by the company. So we, we talked the other night. And, I mean, it's just kind of crazy. I did, like, a really... A crappy mock-up of what I want it to look like and, and yeah. we'll see my chair doesn't have a ton of real estate to work with so I think it'd be both an advantage and a disadvantage when it right. comes to that but it was just such a weird thing and I had like one of my friends in high school like send the story to me and I haven't talked to her in a minute so oh, it's cool. kind of funny she's like what's going on <laughs> I'm like I don't know what's going on like so many people did that to me and I was like this has been such a crazy time, and Twitter has just given me such a, a a weird life and and so many opportunities that like I would not have if it weren't for Twitter. So, as crazy as that site is, it really is oh, yeah. such a uh, an opening of doors of sorts for me. So. Yeah, it, it's been pretty crazy, and I I think we're still doing it. You know, I told them like I'm not in a rush or anything, so right, just right. like fit me in whenever, and um, we'll see what happens.
0: So is it gonna be Brad themed or Bruins colors or what's the?
1: I'm trying to make it like kind of subtle. Like right, I right. I I picked out like a color that's just my 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 signature color, and then I'm trying to incorporate Kraken Bruins and you know make sure I'm I'm checking off all the boxes because right, my right, co-worker right. was literally like you know you work for the Kraken <laughs> right like what are you doing uh, and I'm like hey like this isn't happening on your guys' side like I have to uh, take matters into my own hands like hilarious. next time I'll ask one of our players you know <laughs> Um, but it's just been I'm trying to create something that's I said to him it's going to be kind of like a business in the front like party in the back <laughs> situation because i want to like be able to have outfits that don't clash with the colors in the front but right, if it's right. behind me who cares so right, right, right. I'm, I'm really thinking strategically about this and also because i'm going to have this for a while so i want to make sure i really love it you know
0: yeah so. yeah that's gonna be cool i think i also saw over the weekend you were part of a video that was featured on hockey night in canada yep what uh what was the story with
1: that one yeah I was on Hockey Night Canada um Punjabi edition and that was such a another super odd-handed experience and um Amrit Gill who's one of the hosts she's Mm. amazing I have such a huge girl crush on her (laughs) um she's so sweet and kind and she she's been through a lot so already I'm like invested in her and she tweeted the other night asking her audience um, like why is representation important or does, why is does it matter to you so I tweeted a picture of myself and I was like representation matters to me because you know hockey should be for everyone including people like myself who can't actually play right. um, and I've been following her for a month or so now or a couple months and um, she direct messaged me and asked uh, to send in a video mm. along with the photo so I recorded the video I made sure to you know shout out the Kraken and Black Girl Hockey Club because right. um, I would not have my job without Black Girl Hockey Club so I always am stoked to give them a shout out whenever I can and I watched the video that was featured and they took that part out so when I when I reposted their post, I included my full video just so that, you know, it could like double the exposure in that regard. So, um, that was a crazy experience. And, um, hanging out in Punjabi is such a unique program that Mm -hmm. I just wish the U.S. would be able to do something like that, because, you know, I'm assuming that our population is even bigger than theirs. So, it would be so impactful to have something like that here. And um, it was just an honor to be a part of it.
0: Yeah. That's awesome. Those, um, the Kraken Black Girl Hockey Club toques that were available. I think they went pretty quick, but those were so nice. (laughs) Those are amazing. And it's, yeah, cool to see. It's cool to see Seattle and some other teams kind of partnering with Black Girl Hockey Club as well. I'm a huge fan and supporter uh, of what they do. And, uh, Hopefully some more teams continue to jump on and, and, and uh, kind of, yeah, sign their declaration and, and jump on board with, with what they're doing because it's amazing stuff for sure. I wanted to ask as well, just about the Bruins in general. I'm assuming you watched the game the other night, which was so fun, so amazing. Probably one of the highlights of being a fan over the last few years. Um, what, what did you think about that game and kind of what are your thoughts on, on the Bruins in general so far this season? They kind of living up to expectations or exceeding them, disappointing. What What's your take on the Bruins so far?
1: I think like everyone, I was a bit nervous in the beginning and as much as I love winning, I, the comeback wins have been <laughs> yeah. kind of hard to deal with <laughs> um, because yeah. they don't make it easy on us by any means, but. Um it's, it's still good to know that we can do that, you know, like we can, you know, get out of the mindset and um, come back. So
0: sure.
1: I think it's just been interesting to watch them adapt to not having um, fans. I think that that's a huge, huge disadvantage for every team, really. Um, yeah because they it's such a energy inducing environment so to have that taken away just kind of feels like you know you're at a scrimmage or something right, like, which yeah. i imagine is kind of how they feel you know um so i I've, I've been pleasantly surprised i think you know this these cut last couple seasons you really have to take it with a grain of salt because there's so many different factors mm. going on and and life is not normal you know like sure. even though we ha- you're know, seeing them on our TVs and they're playing games almost every other night and it's not the same so i've been happy to watch them you know thrive and you know we were up in the standings the other day so Mm. um i don't know i think it'll just be interesting to see how far we can make it this season i i honestly do think the lake tahoe trip reinvigorated them as a group and and their poll with us as the fans it it was such a cool thing to see and to hear all the press come out of it was really funny and just i i do think that that will add a spark to us in the next coming months which is obviously super important as we you know are heading towards a playoff push but um yeah it's it's been kind of up and down just like everybody else but i'm I'm really stout to see how the rest of the season goes
0: yeah I, th- I i agree with you i think the the lake tahoe thing was fun and it was a good win for them but like even uh name drop i got the chance to talk to adam <laughs> McQuaid last week and he mentioned in 2011 how when they were down in the series against montreal they t- took a couple of days to go to lake placid between games and how that really helped to bring them together i don't think we can underestimate kind of those yeah, bonding experiences and how they help to bring teams together. So I think it will uh, – I think that could help them moving forward. And the fact that it was Patrice Bergeron who kind of led the the whole 90s vibe thing going into the game, people might not have expected that it was him that kind of was the, the driving force behind that. And I think that just speaks to kind of, yeah, how – a, how cool he is, but also just how everyone is, yeah, just there having fun on board, and, and he really sets the tone. So as long as he's kind of thriving, I think the whole team will thrive as well. I don't really want to think about him, uh, about him aging too much, to be honest. <laughs> it makes me sad. Me neither. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are in full swing. Baseball's coming up as well. BetOnline even covers award shows and reality TV. They provide real-time, updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds, and it's the best way to place your bets. It's also free to sign up. Just go to betonline.ag and sign up today for a free account. You will receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with promo code Locked On. BETONline, your online sportsbook experts. February is Black History Month, and the Locked On Podcast Network is honoring the challenges and success of black women and men in sports with a new series called locked on presents more than the game right now. You can hear Candace Cooper of locked on Tar Heels and Erica Ayala of locked on women's basketball. They discuss the challenges and opportunities that come with being a black woman in sports, subscribe to the locked on presents podcast feed on the radio.com app or wherever you get podcasts. So, um, I guess, that was pretty much it in terms of hockey. I always like to ask people kind of what they're up to uh, elsewhere. Have you um, kind of been watching anything lately, reading anything lately that uh, you could pass along that, that people should know about or, or could recommend?
1: Um, oh man, I don't really know. I think I'll, that i can recommend at the moment is at least for people in the u.s the Willie documentary i mm. believe is on peacock tv oh nice. um yeah and also i think if you google it too you can find out where it
0: might yeah.
1: be um and right now they have a program going on um called lessons from willy.com which is mm. a tool for educators to help bring the willy OE doc into the classroom and have like a bunch of cool exercises for kids to do oh, um not like physical ones but like you know educational ones um i think there might be some physical ones in there as well but they they did such an amazing job coming up with a curriculum that helped you know the kids understand the gravity of the documentary oh, and and um, to help them just learn in general, because I didn't know about Willie O'Reilly till I was in high school, so mm-hmm. I see like that kind of explained to me how how much we didn't know about him back then, and you know his book only came out so recently mm-hmm. too. So Actually, anytime um, I can shout that out, I will. So sure, definitely yeah. check out lessons from dot com. Um, I'm sure it will also help you direct whoever to to documentary itself mm-hmm. and um to black Girl hockey club i think.org as well so yeah I was that's just another amazing organization so
0: up here in canada it's available on crave if anybody has a crave account or you can rent it on like apple tv or wherever so i'm definitely gonna check that out soon speaking of like not learning about willie till later we have this book meet willie o'ree that was published by scholastic that uh, that I like to read to my kids every once in a while, just to okay. remind them of how cool a story is. It's such a cool book. Uh, I actually read it on the podcast once a, f- a long time ago to our, our middle boy, but yeah, they're definitely aware of of Willie and everybody should know his story. Basically, if you're a hockey fan and um, yeah, very cool. Well, Chanel, I can't thank you enough for taking some time to, to chat once again. And, I mean, definitely won't be the last time, um, come on anytime. Open invitation for Chanel on this podcast for sure. Where can people, Mm -hmm. uh, find you on Twitter, social media, what you're up to keep track of all things Chanel. Um,
1: my Twitter is Chanel 37. Um, after the great Trace Bergeon, obviously, um, and I have a link tree in my bio, which has all my socials and stuff. So once you get there, it's pretty easy. Very cool. To, to find me everywhere else.
0: Well, thanks again, Chanel. And definitely looking forward to the uh, the big rap reveal whenever that, uh, whenever that <laughs> drops to. Uh, yeah, thanks so much. And have a great rest of the day. Always always good to catch up. Thanks
1: for having me.
0: No problem. Take care, Chanel. Thanks again to Chanel for taking some time to catch up. Always great to chat with her. Looks like Boston Bruins practice today is optional in nature, so there's a bunch of players missing. We probably won't get a sense of who is, uh, you know, healthy, ready to play Thursday until tomorrow's official full team practice. Uh, Just seeing Brandon Carlos uh, talking to the media now, and he said that wearing the A in Tahoe was probably the biggest honor of his life. He, of course, wore that A in the absence of David Krejci, and uh, cool to see his leadership honored in that way. What else is going on around the NHL? Well, there is a crazy situation developing in New York where Artemi Panarin was forced to take a leave of absence from the Rangers after his former KHL coach alleged the winger beat up an 18-year-old woman in a bar following a 2011 game in Riga, Latvia. Panarin released a statement through his agent denying coach Andre Nazarov's allegations. Nazarov is a former Bruin, uh, I should mention, calling it a fabrication. The Rangers also expressed their support for their winger, indicating he unequivocally and vehemently denied the charges. Now, Panarin is, coincidentally, an outspoken, I should say, critic of Russian President Vladimir Putin. And that is... Probably where all of this stems from. Again, we always, you know, want to believe victims, but it seems as though there are a lot of holes in this story and that it is more politically uh, fueled than anything else. And we hope that Panarin and his family remain safe. uh, Never... Perhaps a good idea to speak out against uh, Vladimir Putin and um, no telling yet as to whether or not Panarin will be back in the lineup for Boston's games against the Rangers on the weekend. But that is, of course, secondary to the health and safety of uh, his family. Um, What else is going on? Right. I should mention that David Pasternak was named the third star of the week for the period ending February 21st. That included his hat-trick in Lake Tahoe over the weekend. Again, he wore those cool uh, Macho Man glasses, so I will be calling him Macho Manicotti for the foreseeable future. One last note on the Kraken. Former NHL coach, Bruce Boudreaux is interested in becoming their first coach. So that could be uh, something to keep an eye on here in the weeks to come as the Kraken look to form their team on the ice as well. Uh, Luke Fox of Sportsnet broke down some potential trade rental candidates that the Bruins, no, not the Bruins, but any team might be interested in. The Sabres kind of reeling, so Taylor Hall, Eric Stahl, Brandon Montour might be made available. Bobby Ryan and Mark Stahl among Red Wings potential targets. Uh, Mikael Granlin, Eric Halla, Pekka Rene are noteworthy predators, while the Senators could dangle Derek Stepan and Ryan DeZingle. Elliot Friedman said on their podcast that Rene appears to be untouchable at the moment uh, just because the Predators would like to see him retire in their uniform. And Matthias Ekholm, of course, is another uh, guy that the Bruins could target. Uh, Taylor Hall, everybody was clamoring for him prior to uh, or during free agency, and perhaps the Bruins could circle back on him as well. Anyways, that's it for today's episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you to Chanel for jumping on. Hope you have a great Tuesday. Tomorrow we'll be back with... Uh, Some more hockey-focused talk as the Bruins get ready for their game Thursday against the New York Islanders. Hopefully they can uh, vanquish this foe in a way they've been unable to do so far this season. Have a great rest of your Tuesday, friends. Thanks for subscribing. Thanks for listening. Take care of yourselves, and do take care of each other as well. Later!